Welcome to the Ocean Hills Podcast. Our hope is that today's message would help you connect more deeply with God and with others. If you would like more information on what is happening in the Ocean Hills community, check out our website at oceanhills.org or download the Ocean Hills app. If you are encouraged by our ministry and would like to partner with us financially, you can give through your mobile device by texting Ocean Hills to 77977. We hope you enjoy this message. Church family, happy Sunday. We want to invite you, welcome you, wherever you're watching this from. You belong here. We need you here. Um, If you're watching on our online platform, just stick your name in there, say hello, engage with us. We'd love to pray for you in the private chat rooms or get you connected into the life of our church and what's going on. Um, All of that information is there. There's sermon notes there for you. But now I want to invite us into a place of worship. I was reading this week from New Morning Mercies. It says, every day you look to something to give you life. You're either looking for life in the creation and all the things around us, in the relationships, in the circumstances, and you're on your way to disappointment or you're looking to the creator and are on your way to lasting peace of heart. And that's why we worship together. That's why we gather even in this strange way. It's why we make the effort to sing from wherever you're at, to raise your voices and your hearts, to remember that we're looking to the creator today for our lasting peace of heart, for our joy. We're not looking to the things around us. So let's remember his faithfulness and look to him today. Walking around these walls, I thought by now they'd fall. But you have never failed me yet. Oh, Jesus, I've been waiting for change to. I know the battle's won For you have never failed me yet See your promise Your promise still stands Great is your Let's do it. 
declare this. I've seen you move. I've seen you move. You move the mountains. And I believe I see you do it again. You made a way where there was no way. And I believe, yes, I see you do it again. I've seen you worshiping our creator is declaring who he is finding our joy our peace our freedom in him yeah, what a wonderful name what a wonderful name it is what a wonderful name it is the name of Jesus Christ my King what a wonderful name it is, nothing compares to this, what a wonderful name it is, the name of Jesus, what a wonderful name it is, the name of Jesus, death could
declare you powerful and wonderful and beautiful and perfect. Lord, help us to take our eyes off of ourselves today, off of the creation that you created that is beautiful and wonderful as well, but it is nothing compared to who you are. Lord, would you bring your life and your joy and your peace as we gaze into the face of our creator, of our beautiful king, of our risen savior. We love you so much. It's such a gift to worship you. Thank you, Lord. Hey, what's up, Ocean Hills family? Before we jump into the message, I have some family news that I want to bring to you. Dr. Lila DiGiulio, I love to call her the good doctor. She's got her PhD. Anyway, she has been part of our church family for a long, long time. In fact, in the last 10 years, Lila has been the chair of our leadership team. She has headed up the Jimmy Challenge. She's been the chair of the search team for our new youth pastor. And for the last five years, she has been the director of youth ministries. Well, today we're announcing that she is stepping off, transitioning off of our paid staff team. She's moving into an unknown adventure of trusting God for the next season, next step of her life. She made a five-year commitment and uh, June 1st marks the end of that five-year commitment. And so today she'll be sharing the platform. She'll be speaking with me in a tag team way. And uh, let's make sure just in these last weeks that we love her, appreciate her, continue to pray for her. We're so, 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 so grateful to God. This is a woman who is passionate about Jesus and prayer and such an authentic leader, such a gift from God to this church. She has served and led so capably in so many ways over the last 10 plus years. I'm so grateful. So let's jump into the message. I'm going to start. Lila's going to follow. We are in the book of Colossians. It's the, the curriculum for Christ's likeness, according to Dallas Willard, Colossians chapter 3. Last week we looked at verses 1 and 2. Now today we're going to look at verses 3 and 4. I'm going to take verse 3. Lila's going to take verse 4. We're not getting too fast ahead of ourselves, just two verses today. Here, here you go. Colossians 3. For you died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is your life, who is your life, is revealed to the whole world, you will share in his glory. Verse 3. I'm going to press into this right now. For you died to this life. What is this life? It's your old life. It's your life before Jesus. There's a before Jesus, a before Christ life, and there's an after when he comes into your life. And he gives you a new life. And Paul here is saying that there's a death that happens. When you give your life, you put your faith in Christ, there's a death that happens. You go from death to life. You're saved. Your, you experience salvation, and things change. The old life is gone. The new life, a new life of love, of purpose, of integrity, is right there in front of you. Now, some of you are wondering right now, what's, what, what's this? This is my object lesson today. Raiders. 
I can only think about marriage as such a great illustration for this Christian faith. Let me tell you, over 36, almost 37 years ago, Natalie and I got married. And when I married Natalie, built into that yes to Natalie, there were a lot of no's that I made a commitment. I'm saying I'm committed to you for the rest of my life. I'm committed to be faithful. I'm committed to serve you. I'm committed. I'm saying a big yes. But in that yes, there was also a big no. I don't know if you know this, but you don't get to bring your old girlfriends into marriage with you when you get married. There's a no. That's not appropriate. That doesn't work anymore. And so there's an, a no to old relationships. There, there, there's a no to things to say a big yes to this new life of love. And Natalie wasn't just kind of another fling. Natalie was my everything. And so I was happy to say no in order to say a bigger yes to her. Now, fast forward, in the last 36, 37 years, all along the way, there are lots of no's. There are lots of what I might call little deaths. There's a daily dying to myself and to selfishness in order to live and lean into this new life of loving my wife in ways that she feels loved. So we get to this. When I turned 50, a few years back, uh, one of my good friends for my 50th birthday gave me this Raider helmet. Knows I love the Raiders. I, I thought, is this awesome or what? And you know what? This is going on the mantle in our house, man. This, this is, you come into our living room, you're going to see this. This is so awesome. Well, my wife was like, <clears throat> out. No, that's going to your man cave or that's going out into the garage. Okay, so stop, pause. I got to make a choice, my Raider helmet or my marriage right now. Hey, you know what? I love the Raiders, but they're out in the man cave. They're, they're not in the house because I had to say no to this. There's no more fraternity house for John Ireland. I'm not 24 anymore. I'm 60. So you say no to some things in order to say a bigger yes. And your relationship with God, your spiritual journey, your spiritual life built into saying yes to Jesus. Yes, Jesus, I want forgiveness. Yes, Jesus, I want purpose for my life. Yes, Jesus, I want the Holy Spirit to fill me every day. That yes, there's also no's. When you say yes, you're also saying no, no, no to an old life of selfishness, an old life of uh, sinful patterns. And so I'm going to stop there. And I want to I close with another verse Paul writes in, in Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. I think it expresses what I'm trying to say really clear. Here's what he says in Galatians 2, 20. My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Did you hear that? There's an old self that has been crucified, that has died. It is no longer alive. Christ now is alive in me and in you when we trust him. And so let's pause. What's your takeaway? Here's my question for you. Is Jesus...
your everything? Or is he just another thing in your life? Today, what do you need to say no to? What do you need to say no to in order to say a bigger yes to loving God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength? Good morning, Ocean Hills family. I am so blessed and honored to be here with you this morning. I want to take a few minutes to dive into that second phrase in Colossians where it says, Christ who is your life. What does that mean? Christ is our life. Looking at that phrase from the world's perspective, you might think, wow, that sounds a little intense. Jesus has to be my whole life? That's a little hardcore, a little too religious for me. And it sort of seems like there's a long list of things that I might have to do. Because when people say, oh, her kids are her life, or soccer is her life, or her job, that's her life. They're implying that there are a lot of activities, a lot of doing happening. They prove how committed they are to something by their acts, by their actions. But when the Apostle Paul says Christ is our life, he's pointing to something inherently different than that. It's not about doing. We see throughout Scripture that a life in Christ requires a complete internal transformation to the point that it's described as a new you being born. And the miracle is there's actually nothing we can do No activity, no retreat, no number of service hours, no number of church services that can make Christ our life. He does all the transforming. He's the artist, he's the designer, he's the creator and author and perfecter of our faith, and all that requires of us is surrender. That yes that John was talking about. Romans 12, 3 in the message says, the only accurate way to understand ourselves is by what God is and by what he does for us, not by what we are and what we do for him. Remind yourself, I wanna remind us of this truth this morning. We are made new when we commit ourselves to Jesus. Every cell, every synapse, every thought, every memory, that same power that raised Jesus from the dead is making you new today. And there's nothing you can do to earn this gift. Nothing I can do to earn this gift. It's all his work. That really challenges me because I'm a three, a doer. An Enneagram three, I look for my worth in my performance. But this offer of new life, no one can achieve their way into it. It's transformation as a gift. Friends, Jesus is not a quaint hobby. He did not die and overcome the grave so that we could do church. He is not a social club or a wholesome reason for our kids' activities. He is the way, the truth, and the life with a capital L. And when his life becomes our life, there will be evidence of transformation that is so beautifully extravagant that the only possible explanation is his presence in us. Jesus really does offer the best way to live, and he models the very best tools to cope with this crazy, messed-up COVID life and everything that comes after it. As we trade our life for his, we'll see his kingdom push out in new ways through us. We get to be a part of that. We'll see his peace, his love, his hope, his kindness in our relationships, our families, our communities, in our wounded and broken world. 
You might be asking, Lila, how do we get there? How do we get there? What does it look like to be transformed? Again, that word surrender, that yes from our souls. It's sending up the white flag and saying, God, I'm tired of fighting you. I'm tired of ignoring you. I'm tired of second guessing you. I'm tired of trying to be in control. Whatever it is, simply saying, I give my life to you. When Jesus became my life 25 years ago, I never expected the kind of wild and wonderful ride he would take me on. And I definitely never thought I'd be a youth pastor in my 40s. And every day since then, I return to him and I say to a trustworthy God, I say, yes, and this is what I got. When I get distracted or anxious or I feel like I'm not enough, I come back to this verse in Romans. Put this one deep in your soul, friends. Here's what I want you to do. These are the kind words of your Father. God helping you, he will help us. Take your everyday, ordinary life. Your sleeping, eating, going to work and walking around life and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. That's it, our simple, ordinary life before God as an offering. Sometimes we think that what we have to offer God isn't good enough or smart enough or polished enough or just enough. And if we wait until we're better or smarter or shinier, that somehow he'll be more pleased with us or be able to do more with us. Sometimes I feel like he deserves a Tesla and I'm giving him a potato. But that's been my biggest lesson in these five years of serving as your youth pastor. It's been the greatest gift of my life working at Ocean Hills over the past few years. And I've been watching what God can do with my meager offering, my potato. (laughs) Five years ago, we made a huge shift as a church, and I'm so proud of us. We re-envisioned our youth ministry. We recommitted ourselves to mentoring our own kids in grades 5 to 12. And I was chosen and blessed to steward that vision. And I do believe that it is beyond me. It is beyond us. It is a vision from our Heavenly Father. It's from his heart. And Ryan, my sweet husband, um, and I sensed God's call to lead, um, but to say that we felt inadequate was an understatement. But all I can say is look at what God has done. Ocean Hills family, I am so deeply grateful to have had a front row seat to the powerful movement of God's Holy Spirit among us. It is the only way to explain the growth in community and love that we have seen. God has exceeded everything I ever dreamt of or imagined for this ministry, and that is who he is. I don't even know why I'm surprised. My heart overflows with gratitude for the blessing of being part of this abundance. His life is abundance. It's not just getting through. It's abundance. I am a completely different person. If you took a picture of me on my first day, and now five years later, it's, it's transformation. And it is not because I'm good or clever or because I tried extra hard. It's because of God in me. And I'm so honored to have worked on his behalf and jumped into the river of his Holy Spirit that is flowing through our people and through our city. And it gives me so much hope. Students, you have my heart. 
It has been the honor of my life that you have allowed me into your lives. Thank you. I will miss you, but I'm still going to be around to watch you grow and learn in your knowledge of Jesus. And families, thank you for trusting me with your most beloved, your children. Nothing has brought me greater joy or greater hope than watching them grow. And I want to thank my family. Thank you, Ryan. You love me so well, and you have allowed me to soar. And thank you, Lulu and Mara, for sacrificing so much for our family um, to be able to do this good and holy work. Um, but it's time for a rest. And so I'm not saying goodbye. I'm just saying I'll see you on the patio, <laughs> whatever that means for us. Um, we're not going anywhere. The DeGiulios are in for life and we are in Santa Barbara and we look forward to whatever God has for us next. And we're not even sure what that is. And that feels risky, but um, Ocean Hills, Christ is our life. And I look forward to many more years of saying yes to him together. Wow, God has met us this morning. And now, as we send you off, and, and we bless you, Lila, we want to have you enjoy this blessing that's been put on by all these churches in the UK. They're singing the blessing together, and it's a blessing over you, Lila, but it's a blessing over those of you that are viewing at home, uh, over your family and your children. And so enjoy this. Receive the Lord's blessing this morning. Thanks for tuning in.
blessing, manna rained down from heaven. This isn't second guessing, we know that we are protected. May the peace that surpasses all understanding be our message. Grace and favors in your nature, in your essence. May favor be upon you and a thousand generations. And your family, and your children, and the children, and the children. May favor be upon you and a thousand generations. And your family, and your children, and the children, and the children. What an encouragement that song has been to us and our people in this season as the, the Big C Church sang that over us today. Hope that encouraged you. And uh, we want to give you a moment right now to take a next step in your faith. This is what the faith journey is all about, is taking a next step. So if you find yourself today wanting more of that hope and that peace 
and that comfort that only Jesus can provide, we'd love to just, just have you write down what is your next step that you want to take today. Maybe it's beginning a friendship with Jesus or recommitting your friendship uh, to him and with him. We want to come alongside you and walk with you in that. Maybe it's just asking for prayer for something and our staff is online. We'd love to pray for you. Or maybe it's connecting deeper into our community. So we'd love to have you press that connection link, the connect link on your site right now and to get connected to us. And lastly, if you want to support the ministry of Ocean Hills and help us bring hope and help to more people in this world, you can text Ocean Hills to 77977 or you can uh, just click the give link on your site right now. Thanks so much for being a part of this. We are gonna send you off with a little tribute to Lila. It's been such an honor and a privilege to serve alongside my sister Lila. And I'm so excited for what God has done in and through her and what he will continue to do in and through her. So enjoy this and have a great week. Lila, this is for you. Thank you, Lila, for your friendship and being a great mentor over the past seven years. Lila, every time I see you, you just come up to me with the most kind and warm smile. Thank you, Lila, so much for inspiring me to read the Bible more. Thank you for investing in me as a person. Hi, Lila. We love you. Thank you for all you've done for us. Hi, Lila. Thank you for all your hard work and effort to teach us. Thank you for being a leader and a role model. Thanks for all you've done for our family. Thank We're thank so you. grateful. Thank you, Lila. Hi, Lila. You are such a great friend and mentor and someone to look up to. I'm so glad I have you in my life and can't wait to learn more from you. Love you, Lila. Thanks for giving us guts. Well done. We have seen the transformation that you've been part of, and we are so grateful. Lila, you have listened to the Lord so well and championed others in this process. We are so proud of you. Hi, what I love about Lila is how she's a mentor to everyone, and everyone looks up to her, and she's like the epitome of how I want to be. Hi, Lila. It's Haley and Caitlin, and we just wanted to say thank you so much for always being there for us and supporting us on our faith journeys. You've made such a large impact on our life, and we can't thank you enough. We, we love you. you. Lila, thank you so much. Being in your small group last year was so meaningful for me and hearing your sermon on vulnerability was just perfect timing. And I'm so, so grateful for you and for that and for everything. Lila, we are so grateful for your family and your personal dedication to our church community. Thank, thank you. you. Love you, Lila. Hi, Lila. We just want to thank you so much for all you've done for the youth of our church and specifically for the organization and leadership trips. Hi Lila, we're so thankful for you and the way that you've walked alongside all of us throughout the years. We, we love, love you Lila! Thanks for inspiring us Lila! <laughs> Thank you for building such a strong foundation with us these last five years. God is good. All the time. All the time. Guy's good. <laughs> He's, He's better than, than you think. think. We, we love, love you, Ocean Hills. And I'm a hand. Oh, I'm a hand.
hold it right here. What am I going to do with my hands? Perfect. Okay. So I can, I can sort of like acknowledge that I have papers here, right? Like it doesn't, it, I don't have to pretend like I don't. Okay, good. You can't see my scribbles. Okay, good. <laughs> Before you re-enter your day, we hope that you will take just a few moments to pause and respond to what God has put on your heart through this message. Thank you again for listening to the Ocean Hills podcast. For access to more sermons, visit the Watch and Listen page on OceanHills.org or find them on the Ocean Hills app.